You got that rocker, MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Janetti. You know how we do rocking and roll, starting and strolling, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Keep on rocking. Yeah. Hello, one. Hello, all. Welcome in. Take a seat. You're just in time for another spot of NXT. My name is Adam. I am your host, and this is the show where I watch NXT UK because nobody else will. Last week on the show, Mako Satomura defended the women's title against another challenger who had no chance of winning. Saxon Huxley pulled off a surprising victory over Eddie Dennis before getting his shit kicked in, and Pretty Deadly retained their tag titles over Mustache Mountain. This week, Rampage Brown and Joe Coffey face off one last time in a match that can only be won by knockout or tapout. Ginny and Afa Valkyrie will face off once again, this time with no DQ and Joseph Connors in a cage. And there's still that damn Heritage Cup tournament going on, so we'll probably have to suffer through a Heritage Cup match as well. It is August 26th, 2021. Let's dive in. We open with a recap of Dragonoff and Walter at TakeOver 36, Ilya looking like goddamned ground beef at the end of the match, which really seems unnecessary. Then the opening video. Andy Shepard welcomes us in and runs down tonight's card. We open this week with your Connors in a cage match between Ava Valkyrie and Ginny. Ginny attacks Ava as soon as the lights come up on her entrance. She tries to throw Ava into the cage, but Ava blocks it and manages to lock Connors in the cage herself. I laugh at this point because I notice it is a combination lock on the cage, not a lock with a key. What's to stop Joseph Connors from standing there and just trying all the numbers until the lock opens? Afa sends Ginny face first into the stairs, then she rolls Ginny into the ring so the match can officially begin. Big clothesline from Valkyrie, springboard crossbody gets a two count for Valkyrie. Afa screams, then hurls herself to the floor on a low bridge from Ginny. Ginny retrieves a chair from beneath the ring and whales Ava in the back with it. Ava quite obviously avoids the headshot against the stairs, then pushes Ginny all the way across the ringside area and into the barricade. That was a bit weird. Irish Whip sends Ginny over the barricade. As far as I know, this match is no DQ, but is not Falls Count Anywhere. Ava lays some boots in on the floor. Ginny gets some strikes in, but Ava comes back and throws her into what Nigel says is the tech area. Afa grabs a laptop and smashes it over Ginny's back. Afa dumps a trash bin over Ginny's head and then throws that trash bin at the fashionista. Andy can't help but laugh at Ginny desperately throwing a paper cup at Afa in an attempt to stop the assault. Back inside the barricade, and Afa screams at Ginny and stands on her face. I know some people who'd pay a lot for that. Afa whips Ginny into the stairs and retrieves a table from beneath the ring to the protestations of Joseph Connors. Ginny blocks the suplex and throws Afa into the barricade. Ginny rolls Afa back into the ring and goes on offense. Back outside, Afa reverses a suplex and avoids going through the table. She tries to parapetaya Ginny through the table, but Ginny moves and Afa breaks her fucking ass on the table. Ginny rolls Afa back in. Ripcord rolling kick gets a two for Ginny, then another. Ginny returns to the outside to fetch another chair. Ginny tries to pilmanize Afa but gets kicked in the face. Afa nails a step up and Zagiri. Goes up top but gets caught. Ginny wants a superplex, but Afa blocks it. Afa hits the sunset flip bomb, but her knee gives out. The replay shows Afa's knee bending sideways awkwardly. We even get to see it in slow motion with freeze frame. Somehow this does not end the match, however. Ginny crawls to the chair. 
She picks it up backwards so it can get kicked into her face, but this only gets a two count for Afa. Afa grabs the chair and smashes it over Ginny's back, but her knee gives out again. Two more chair strikes to Ginny's ass from Afa's knees, and a very awkward pump handle bomb onto the chair wins it for Afa. Honestly, I think she may have hurt her knee on the parapetaya through the table and then made it much worse with that sunset flip bomb and continuing to wrestle on it afterwards. Decent match, hampered by the injury and continuing to fight on it. Joseph Connors is freed, and he checks on Ginny, and we go to Amelia McKenzie. The disembodied voice asks her how training is going. Millie says it's going great, then Amal barges in to ask for a rematch. Millie stands up to Amal, and Amal cuts an awkward bully promo on her. Not great. Not great at all. We are promised new NXT UK heavyweight champion Ilya Dragunov next. Nigel sounds like he has laryngitis while he's promoting this segment. We come back for another replay of Walter tapping out, and Ilya talks to us. He says he can't describe us to us how it feels. He says he can't describe how it feels for the limitless amount of pain coursing through your body to turn to pride. So Keith Lee to NXT UK confirmed. Back to the arena for the entrance of Oliver Carter with Ashton Smith as his corner man. He's taking on Kenny Williams in this Heritage Cup tournament match, and they don't show us the rules. Thank you. Round one begins, and Kenny pushes Oliver back to the corner. Oliver gets upset. They lock up, and Kenny takes the head. Oliver tries to send Kenny off the ropes, but Kenny grabs the dreads and goes back to the headlock. They do the same thing again, but Oliver with a big right hand. Kenny into the corner. Oliver uses him to do a backflip. Kenny gets annoyed, charges in, and gets arm dragged over. Oliver continues to work the arm and shoulder. Williams reverses it with another hair pull. Carter breaks free and gets another arm drag. They roll around. We get a near fall, and Carter continues with the arm bar. Williams with a big elbow, then a roll-up. That's a one. Ten seconds left. A roll-up from Carter gets a two. Williams ducks a super kick, and the bell rings. Round two begins, and we tease Knuckles, but Williams with a kick and then forearms to the back to take Carter to the mat. Big jumping sit on Carter's back. I said sit, not shit. Gets a two count for Williams. Williams with more strikes, then he ties Carter's dreads to the top rope so he can kick the shit out of him. This gets a two count. Irish Whip sends Carter hard into the buckles, but he fights back with some strikes and a knee. He gets the big back kick, and that's a two count. Williams blocks the Irish Whip and gets slapped in the back. Leverage pinned by Williams gets a three count. Round three begins, and Williams hits the floor. Carter follows, and Williams returns. Carter returns, and Williams slides out. Carter tricks Williams. Williams catches a kick, but throws it into a somersault kick. Williams hits the floor, and Carter dives on him. Back in, big strike from Carter, then a running back wheel kick in the corner, and that's a two count. Williams tries the wacky line, but gets clotheslined himself, and that's a three count for Carter to tie it at one fall apiece. Round four, and Williams tries to ditch again. He gets caught and gets his head clotheslined off a couple times. Big springboard moonsault by Carter gets a two count. Williams avoids a leg drop and rolls Carter up for two. Williams then hits a big running chop block. Carter with a small package for two. Another thrust kick from Carter, and that sends Williams to the floor. Williams kicks the leg out again on the floor, and Williams sneaks his water bottle into the ring. He removes a turnbuckle pad to distract the referee, and then cracks Carter in the skull with the water bottle, and that's your pinfall victory. Ashton is pissed. Oliver, once he regains consciousness, is pissed, and we go to replays. Kenny Williams will take on Noam Dar in the next round, assuming they don't reverse it or something. Backstage, Nina Samuels takes us into her meeting with Sid Scala. Nina asks for a match. Sid says he knows someone who's looking for a match. Nina accepts the match, and Sid says she'll be taking on Blair Davenport. She leaves and then screams behind the closed door. It's funny, I guess. Isla Dawn is in the woods. 
Anyway, Teoman and Nathan Fraser talk to us when we come back from break. They've got the next match in the Heritage Cup tournament. That'll be next week, along with Blair Davenport versus Nina Samuels. Main event time now, however, Joe Coffey versus Rampage Brown. No pinfalls, only knockouts or submissions. In a nice touch, the referee is wearing all black and already has gloves on. We get a fist bump of respect, as requested by the referee, and we begin. We start with a whole lot of jockeying and very little offense. Oh, they've also replaced the turnbuckle pads with those vertical pads. Finally, we get some wrestling as we go back and forth and Joe hits a big crossbody. More strikes and Joe yells at Rampage that they're going to finish this tonight. We lock up, we roll around, we stand back up, we unlock up, we relock up, and then we tumble to the apron where we smash shoulders into one another. Coffee sends Rampage to the floor with a headbutt, then he nails a big missile dropkick. Coffee clotheslines Rampage over the barricade, then almost botches a suicide dive over the barricade as he almost doesn't clear it. We fight on the floor, and Joe sends Rampage into the barricade. Joe charges and gets backdropped onto the mats at ringside. Rampage then dives over the barricade, clearing it with ease. Back into the ring where the referee has been the whole time, and we continue to just beat the hell out of each other. Coffee hurts his wrist somehow, and Rampage focuses in on it. Rampage works an armbar, but Coffee is finally able to flip out of it. Coffee charges, spears Rampage into the buckles, then kinda spinebusters into the mat for some mounted punching. Rampage tries to go back to the arm, but Coffee blocks it and locks on a Boston Crab. Rampage crawls to the ropes, and we get a break. A rope break. In a match where you can only win by knockout or submission. There are rope breaks. Which would seem to indicate that if Joe Coffey didn't break, he would have been disqualified. In a match where there are no disqualifications. I'm confused. Anyway, Coffey with a back suplex and he rips the pad off of one of the corners. He hurls Rampage into the exposed buckles as Nigel outright says there are no disqualifications in this match. Then why was there a rope break? Big German suplex by Coffee. Rampage blocks a second, but Coffee forearms him in the back with his bad arm, mind you, and then does hit a second German. I swear if this ends in a double knockout. Rampage blocks another German, but Coffee hits an electric chair drop and both men are down. Rampage rolls to the floor, which makes the referee remind him that it needs to be in the ring to finish, which does not explain why the referee just waited in the ring while they fucked around the room earlier. Rampage pulls Coffee to the floor via his bad arm and then smashes various parts of him into the ring post. Rampage rolls Coffee back into the ring and hits a big back suplex. Coffee fights out of another one, then he fights out of a Samoan drop. Series of strikes by Coffee sends Rampage rebounding off the ropes into a big overhead belly-to-belly, and both men are down again. Slugfest in the middle of the ring now. Andy says, no one taking a step backwards as we finally get separation, and Coffee staggers backwards into a corner. Rampage nails a big power slam and goes back to the left arm. Coffee fights out and hits a double jump moonsault. Coffee charges into a double boot in the corner, then Rampage comes off with a shoulder block. Rampage wants the doctor bomb, but Coffee breaks free. Rampage interrupts another double jump and hits a loud forearm to the back. Rampage wants a back superplex and barely gets it. Whoa, scary. And both men are down once again. We sit back-to-back in the ring, and both men promise to finish it. We stand, Rampage helps Coffee not fall over, and now we're bare-knuckle brawling. (sighs) Coffee with a big forearm to the jaw, and both men collapse. They rise to opposite corners, and Coffee hits a Glasgow send-off, and what's best for the balls, but it's not a knockout on Brown. Rampage makes his comeback and nails the Dr. Bomb, but it's also not a KO. 
Rampage with a fist that planks Coffee against the ropes. On the rebound, he hits another doctor bomb, then hammer strikes until the referee stops the match. Andy says, that was something else, and I don't disagree. Something is an apt descriptor. We go to replays, then the referee helps Joe to his feet. The referee raises Rampage's hand, then Rampage offers to fist Coffee. Coffee fists back, the fake crowd loves it, and Rampage leaves. The referee continues to tend to Joe Coffee as we go off the air. All right, well, that wasn't nearly as enjoyable as I'd imagined it would be. The lack of defined rules led to something that felt more like a clusterfuck than a wrestling match. Brawl for All was bad enough when it was real. When you try to make it just look real, it gets measures worse. Oh, well. I appreciate Kenny being a shitbag to win the Heritage Cup match, but I worry it will be overturned before the next round commences. I am hoping this Afe Valkyrie Ginny thing is finally over, and I really don't give a shit what Isla Dawn does with that fake lock of Danny Luna's hair. Next week, Nanny Samuels loses to Blair Davenport, and Nathan Fraser loses to Teoman, but longer. Until then, however, I thank you for joining me. As always, stay safe, stay sane, be well, and be good to one another. I will talk to you again soon, but for now... Tea time's over, bitches. Get back to work. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there, or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at rundownnetwork. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs>